U.S. farmers and ranchers in action would like to recognize the sponsors of the 2020 Honor the Harvest Forum. Welcome to the U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action weekly video podcast for September 25th, 2020. I'm your host, Phil Lempert. Today, we're going to talk about fertilizer and the role, the important role that it plays in agriculture. Our guest is Mike Frank, Executive Vice President of Nutrien and CEO of Nutrien Ag Solutions. Mike is a global ag leader with more than 30 years of working extensively with farmers and other ag professionals around the world. And most important, Mike grew up on a farm in Canada. And a passionate agriculture advocate, Mike is focused on the issues of global food security and driving environmental and economic sustainability for farmers and the ag industry. He serves on the board of the U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action. Mike, great to talk to you again. Welcome to Farm Food Facts. Good morning, Phil. Great to be with you. Nice to see you again. Good to see you. So, Mike, tell me a bit more about Nutrien and its role in farming and ranching. Sure. So, Phil, Nutrien is still a, a fairly new name in agriculture. We uh, we merged two companies back in January of 2018, uh, Agrium and Potash Corporation, and that created this new company called Nutrien. So at Nutrien, we are a large fertilizer uh, maker. In particular, we uh, produce about 25 million tons of NPK wow. fertilizer and sell that around the world. And in addition to that, we also operate a large network of ag retail uh, locations, and that's the business that I run. So we have approximately 2,000 retail locations in seven countries where we serve our farmer customers, selling them fertilizer, but also seeds and crop protection products, lots of services, including custom applications. So we work directly with farmers around the world. We, we serve over 500,000 farmers, uh, again, in seven countries. And so uh, that's a very exciting part of our business as well. So, Mike, talk to me about the retail uh, environment, if you would, these days. Uh, because of the pandemic, um, are you seeing uh, that more people, you know, are ordering online and, and you have to do what supermarkets are doing as far as, you know, curbside pickup or are they coming in the stores? What changes have you had to make as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, great question. So, I mean, 2020 has been uh, uh, a challenging year for our farmer customers, and we've had to adjust our operations to just make sure that we kept our employees and our customers safe. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. What what happened uh, with um, other consumer markets in terms of people going into stores, really, it's the same thing at our retail locations. And so uh, right out of the gate, uh, we we wanted to make sure we kept our employees safe, and so we had to set up our operations, and so they were all socially distanced and wearing masks when that couldn't happen. Um, we encouraged customers to, uh, if they wanted to come in and pick up, to let us know they were going to pick up uh, product, and we had a touchless pickup service. And with in our business, we do a lot of drop-off and delivery as well, and so we set up a, a process where we could drop uh, you know products at our customers' uh, farms, um, and do that in a touchless way. And so our truck drivers and our customers stayed safe throughout the whole process. Yeah. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of questions about sustainability of fertilizer from GHG emissions to runoff um, as the largest fertilizer company in the world. How does Nutrien approach sustainability? Yeah. So look, you know, as as your listeners would likely know, uh, plant nutrients are incredibly important for healthy plants and ultimately uh, healthy harvests. And so, you know, uh, replenishing the soils 
with both macro and micronutrients uh, are critically important to, to feed the population, whether it's the 330 million people in the U.S. or the 7.8 billion people around the world. And so it's a very important part of agriculture and a very important part of sustainable agriculture. Now, look, you know, we really focus on what is often called the four R's, which is having the right source, the right rate, the right time and the right place to uh, apply that fertilizer. And so we, we spend a lot of time with our customers, uh, making sure that they're selecting the right nutrients, uh, often in, in customized blends. And so depending on the crop, depending on the soil, we do a lot of soil sampling to make sure we know exactly what needs to be replaced in the soil. Now, you, you asked about precision agriculture, and it's, it's a really exciting uh, field that continues to, I think, uh, evolve every year with new and new tools. With a, with a lot of our customers, we now look at their, their soil across the field. And so instead of going in and treating the field uh, as a homogeneous uh, field and getting the same rate across the field, we're now doing uh, variable rate applications with, with most of our customers where, you know, in, in the really uh, heavy parts of their field where they can grow more crops, we'll, we'll probably put on a li little bit heavier rates of fertilizer and likewise, where they've got lighter soils and, and they aren't as productive, we will uh, put on less fertilizer uh, because that, that's exactly what the plants need uh, to optimize the sustainability side of fertilizers. But, you know, when we think about sustainability, I mean, it's, it's obviously on the fertilizer side, but it's really, it starts with the whole system. So it includes, you know, no-till or minimum till farming. It includes cover crops. And so we really think in terms of like, what's the system and how can we help our customers because they all want to be sustainable? How can we help them maximize their sustainability outcomes? So, Mike, you know, in talking to a lot of farmers, um, I'm fascinated um, how far um, both in, in the case of fertilizer and technology has come where where they're sharing with me that, you know, if if they can fertilize, you know, a square inch, if you would, um, of, of their field, if that's what they need to do. They've got that technology now uh, to do those kinds of things. So as we look to, to the future, you know, and, and technology and fertilizer and, and crops, what do you see happening? Yeah, so you talk about kind of farming square inch by square inch, and, and that's that variable rate uh, technology I talk about, which combines, you know, soil sampling. So going in and, and actually sampling uh, a cross section of the field, but then also using satellite data to really see, okay, over the past several years, how did the crop grow and where did it yield more and where did it yield less in the field? There's other really exciting technologies. For example, we have a product that's called ESN Nitrogen. And this is a, it's a polymer coated uh, nitrogen that releases over time. And so, you know, the, for a healthy plant, it needs nitrogen throughout the growing season. With ESN uh, nitrogen, it releases over a 50 to 80 day period. Um, wow. And if it's really wet, it slows its release. If it's really dry, it slows its release. And so it's really designed to really, you know, release uh, over the growing season. So that's that's incredibly exciting. And that's part of our uh, sustainability offerings that we're working with our customers on. There's also a lot of biological products and there's a lot of science going into really understanding like what's happening below the, the surface and around that, that root and the microbiome. And so, you know, sometimes we talk about, you know, uh, a healthy gut bacteria. It's really the same for plants. They need a healthy root 
system and the right bacteria. And so we now have uh, products like microbial products that we'll put on either with uh, at the time of planting or with fertilizer that creates an environment so the roots are, are even more efficient at absorbing uh, the fertilizers that are and nutrients that are around them. And so these are the, the emerging fields that I think are, are incredibly exciting and they help farmers again, create more sustainable harvests. Who knew that there was gut health for, for plants. Uh, <laughs> so, exactly. so, you know, I know that you just published your, your uh, latest ESG report. Um, what's in it? What does it mean? Um, what changes can be implemented? Um, how does it benefit farmers? Yeah. So for your listeners that may not know what ESG means, it, 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 it really stands for environmental, social and governance. And so it's an acronym that 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 a lot of companies are are uh, are, are working with. And so ESG is really about being really transparent with your stakeholders in terms of how you're becoming more sustainable as a as a company and how you're working downstream with your customers to help them achieve sustainability outcomes as well. And so it 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 accumulates into a report that we publish every year. And again, stakeholders that are interested in agriculture, uh, including our investors, are very interested in what we're doing. And so um, I, I think it's a it's a great opportunity for us as a company at least to really uh, showcase the exciting things that we're doing across our business in our in our operations to become more sustainable uh, focusing on greenhouse gases focusing on water efficiency but then again since we work directly with so many farmers that's also a big part of our story in terms of the the work we're doing directly with them look I I think Phil we're, you know what's happening is you know a lot of companies are making commitments around greenhouse gas emissions and what we can see happening is there's there's a market that's forming where uh, agriculture can be a solution to sequester carbon. And so, again, some of the, the, the practices like uh, no-till and uh, cover crops, uh, growing really strong and healthy crops, that all sequesters carbon. And so we think, you know, farmers and agriculture is part of this solution around climate change and sustainability. And uh, what we think is going to happen over time, and it's, it's just starting to happen, is farmers can get rewarded for practicing those environmentally sustainable practices. And so we're working with them directly. We have a number of pilot projects where we, uh, we are working with our customers to, to measure um, the greenhouse gas uh, sequestration, sequestration across each of their fields, their water efficiency. And then we're working with some of the food companies that are very interested in buying uh, grains from these companies that are actually achieving those, those, those results. So, you know, I know you're not going to tell me, but, you know, you mentioned pilot projects. What are some of the pilot projects that are going on uh, that you can share? And, you know, what has you the most excited? Yeah. So, look, since this whole area is, I think, is emerging, and I think in four or five years, this is going to become a marketplace where farmers can really participate and get rewarded. So we're working with, again, a number of in a number of areas, whether it be the Chesapeake Bay area, we're working with uh, the, the, the governor in Ohio uh, around the water systems there. We're working in, in Alberta with, uh, with uh, the oil and gas industry. And so there, there's a lot of different partnerships that we think can emerge in this space where farmers, when they practice most environmentally sustainable practices, uh, which includes, again, being very uh, productive. And so driving high yields is a big part of this. 
and being economically sustainable, but then measuring the greenhouse gas and the water efficiency. And so again, things like uh, ESN nitrogen, that uh, actually helps uh, um, uh, reduce the amount of greenhouse gas emissions, uh, putting on the microbials, making sure that farmers are thinking about their tillage practices. And so all of these things are being um, uh, monitored and recorded. And there's a number of emerging kind of third-party measurement tools. And so this isn't us saying what we think is happening in the field. We're working with Colorado State University and other developers of tools and technologies that, that are available to really uh, scientifically measure what's happening in the field. And so, again, I think it's early days. That's why we have a number of pilots in uh, 2020. But I think these are going to scale up uh, into the future. So, you know, Mike, I, I know you a long time and um, I know you've got a crystal ball. So, <laughs> you know, look, you know, b- beyond 2020, beyond 2021, uh, talk to me about where agriculture, uh, where fertilizer, all the things that we've talked about, where are we going to be in five years from now? Yeah. Look, I think what's really important in this conversation is we, we need to do two things. We need to uh, farm as sustainable as we can and grow livestock as sustainably as we can. And we need to, to feed a growing planet. So the two go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And I think in the past, there's been focus on one or focus on the other. And I think this needs to come together. And this is why uh, USFRA, I think, plays such an important role because it's easy for us in agriculture to to talk amongst the industry and talk with ourselves and convince ourselves what we're doing makes sense. USFRA is connecting the dots with stakeholders inside and outside of agriculture, including NGOs and, and, and government bodies. And, and I think, you know, over the next four or five years, coming together and bringing together people that have the same objectives, uh, sharing information, sharing best practices, and, and ultimately solving these problems cooperatively together. I think that's where this goes. So it's it's not it's not going to be like you're doing something wrong. It's like who are who are practicing the best practices and how do we feed a growing planet and how do we do it sustainably? But let's help farmers maximize their efficiency and their yields. That will prevent you know new agricultural land from having to come online. Uh, and again, that's part of the sustainability. Uh, need that we have as a planet. Mike, as always, brilliant. Uh, thanks for joining us today on, on Farm Food Facts. Wonderful. Good to be with you, Phil. Thanks. U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action would like to recognize the sponsors of the 2020 Honor the Harvest Forum. Our movement sponsors, United Soybean Board and National Pork Board. Our presenting sponsors, Wells Fargo and Cargill. Our gold sponsors, Bayer, Dairy West, Nebraska Soybean Board, McDonald's, Nutrien, and the Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research. Our bronze sponsors, Purina and Ernst & Young. Our youth sponsor, Ruan. And our donor sponsor, Tyson. For more information on all things food and agriculture, please visit us at usfarmersandranchers.org. Also be sure to look out for us Facebook at U.S. Farmers and Ranchers and on Twitter at USFRA. Until next time.